I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Topher Grace on the hotline right now. You know him from tons of good stuff from that 70s show and Spider-Man 3 and fantastic in Black Klansman. Born July 12th in New York City and raised in Darien, Connecticut, he made a name for himself as the star of the long-running Fox series, That 70s Show, going on to such films as Traffic, Spider-Man 3, Black Landsman, and many more. And now you can see him every Wednesday night on the ABC series, Home Economics. Please welcome Topher Grace. Mr. Topher Grace, how are you? Uh, no Oscars for me. I never did anything wrong. I mean, come on. <laughs> right? No, you're not hitting anybody. You never do anything. Everybody loves you. You're a sweet man. <laughs> I hope this airs after that segment you guys were just doing. Yeah, no, we're live. So, yeah. No, of course. <laughs> hey, listen, you were such a nice Great. guy. Yeah. Well, so what's the deal, man? What do I got to do to get one? I'll do it. Right? Yeah. You one for that. You, uh, you, were, you had left the show at one point in the 70s because you wanted to be, is it true that you wanted to be closer to your family and you thought, I, I need to take a break because I'm losing connection? No, no. I haven't spoken with them uh, since I became famous. <laughs> Leeches, sons of bitches. No, I... Uh, it was, uh, I, I love doing seven show. I love doing this show. I, I just have a thing where I want to do all, all types of different things. Like I love, you know, playing bad guys, and good guys. And, um, you know, if you stay on one of these too long, you, you wind up doing the same thing. Yeah, no, you're right. You know, and you get every week, your whole life. Yeah. And you get tight and, it, and it's a gift in itself. And I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but you're right. If, if you want to expand You've got to jump that ship because you can become super. I just it just is forever. Yeah, I actually I had a moment. One of the reasons I did uh, home economics is I I had done Black Klansman where I played the so good. Grand Wizard of Ku Klux Klan, and then I'd done a Black Mirror where I played like this kind of evil tech guru, and I was only getting roles from my agents that were like you know like skinheads or like really white supremacists and i was like you know maybe it's time to go back a little bit and do something that was more similar to 70s show and uh and i had more of an appetite for it because i'd been away from it for a while you know yeah well is it surprising because you were phenomenal in black klansman one of my favorite movies and uh it really such a great story and you really great but you ever does never freak you out look you're a great actor but if something comes too easy, you're like, oh, man, I, I turned into a bad guy a little quick there. Well, uh, yes, I remember, yes, yeah, Spike Lee saying something. Like, I, I, no one thought I could play that role. And 
uh, you know, I get why it was, it wasn't like something I'd done before. So I had to go, uh, meet with Spike and read for him. And when I did, he said, Oh, you're going to be perfect. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if you should use the word perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. You know, what do you mean? But, uh, it turned out he had this kind of, I I mean, it's a, it's a, um, very heavy film, but he had a a very funny take on it, which I think what made it work. There was actually a lot of humor in that movie. But it was a very difficult balance. And I remember thinking once I was on set and I was in like, you know, clan robes and <laughs> like, so you know, weird. performing ceremonies. I was like, I think I would only do this for Spike Lee. Yeah, of course. Anyone else, there's a chance it might go wrong. You know? Yeah. And then, but then you, you are real capable because we're in the second season now of Home Economics. And it's, a, it's an actual new twist. I don't know that I've ever seen a show like this, a sitcom like this. You know, the idea of, of all the, the, uh, the economically diverse family that has to depend on each other, but then the, the completely different worlds that they leave. And, and that's much more true than not. Yeah. You know, at the beginning, that was a great hook for the show. And it is really what our show's about, but what it's become more about for me is there just aren't a lot of shows about grown up siblings, which is crazy because so much of us, yeah. uh, you know, not everybody, but so many people have that relationship and it's such a weird relationship because you kind of revert to a different age when you're around them. And it's such a cool thing to play. You're playing an adult, but then around these other adults, you kind of become seven years old again. Yes. And a good example of this Wednesday, we have, uh, we're doing a poker episode. One of the writers had this idea that Connor has a secret poker group that uh, his siblings don't know about. He's kind of our rich younger brother. But right. we're, we're jealous of him anyway. And then one of the writers goes, what if like Mark Cuban was one of his poker buddies? And we looked at each other like, I guess we can ask. I mean, what are the odds he'll do it? And not only did he do it, but like he was great. And he started improvising and it was really funny. And at a certain point, Jimmy and I, Jimmy Tatro plays my brother in it. We looked at him like, hey, Mark, like, take it easy. Like, you're, you know, you already have seven billion dollars. Like, you know, stay in your lane. Like, hey, scene stealer. Let us get some of the laughs. He was great. Dude, I can't wait. Uh, they're already giving me the rap, Topher, but Home Economics, Wednesdays, 8.30 Kansas City time on ABC in season two. And, uh, man, come by anytime. There's so much more stuff. I wanted to talk about Chloe uh, Savigny uh, being your babysitter. I wanted to talk about Guns N' Roses. Right. All of that. I mean, just... <laughs> You're taking me back, dude. You're taking me way back. Anytime. I hope they've got you doing more press. I hope everybody watches the show, Home Economics, ABC, 8.30 Kansas City time on Wednesdays. And, man, please, come by anytime. Oh, great, great talking to you. Thanks, man. Take care, Tofu. Bye, bro. Yeah, I want to talk to him about Chloe Savigny was his babysitter. Kate Bosworth was his middle school friend. Really? In some, but it was in Darien, Connecticut. It wasn't in Los Angeles. It was some weird little Connecticut town. Because that's uh, well, Chloe Savini would be just sort of enough oh of my a dirty God. girl to be her. <laughs> Are if you, you kidding if me? If you start looking up Chloe Savini, like, le- be like leaked stuff. I like, want a babysitter forever, Mom. Yeah. <laughs> forever. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Our next guest is a Grammy Award-winning artist and longtime friend of the show whose powerful vocals have made her one of the most recognizable singers in rock and roll. Her name is Lizzie Hale. The band is Hale Storm. is set to release a new album, Back From The Dead, on May 6. And on July 10, you can see them live on stage at Starlight Theatre. Please welcome longtime friend of the show, Hailstorm lead vocalist, Lizzie Hale. Lizzie Hale, how are you this morning? Hello, Johnny. It's so good to hear your voice. You too. You hey, how was Vegas this weekend? Oh, it was crazy. Vegas. Crazy. Yeah, Very right? Vegasy. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> a couple actually, days. It was actually it, it was it was actually lovely. Uh, you know, I went to the Music Cares um Person of the Year Gala. They were uh, honoring Joni Mitchell and I got to see this just mind-bending performances, but the, but the one that I loved the most is Billy Porter got up and and sang uh, both sides now and just like floored everybody. He got three standing ovations during his performance from everybody. It was just really it was neat to to I just be a part of it. You know, that's yeah. magic. Well, and when you see stuff, and, and especially because you've been doing this so long, and you you know Grammy and 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 touring and and platinum. And and you can still get to that place where you watch somebody and get inspired and get excited and go, this is so great. Like, I can't believe I'm getting to watch this. Oh, absolutely. It's it's, it's good to have those moments, you know, because we, we all can get a little jaded from time yeah. to time. It's like, yeah. oh, another show? I don't know. But I don't know. That's it. I feel like that's different now with everybody, though. I mean, we just got back from a, a, a UK run where we did an evening with tour. So it was all us all the time. And, you know, basically just kind of started with just me. And then we added the guys and we did like some acoustic and then we plugged everything in and laid waste. And, and it was just amazing to see the audience is everybody's just kind of different now. Everyone going to the show like it's like it's going to be their last show. It's it's, uh, it's pretty beautiful, actually. Uh, I just I finally got to go on a real vacation and, and really take a walkabout over Christmas, New Year's. And, and we jumped into uh, Amsterdam, then Berlin, and then Barcelona, and then London. 
And I'd never been to Barcelona, and I just I, I was kind of pissed off at myself, thinking, "How did I miss this? This is incredible." That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. And the the music yeah. scene is incredible in Europe. Like people don't know, like they're they're doing eighty thousand person festivals. They're they they'll go out any night of the week to see it. They're super over the top fans. I mean, it's it's a great place to write, play rock and roll. Oh, that's awesome. We were supposed to be in Barcelona on uh, February 22nd, and uh, that didn't work out, obviously. But, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm super jealous right now that you got to experience that. <laughs> I will nerd out on you. <clears throat> when I find out that you guys got some time, you need to schedule like two, or one or two days off because there's so much crazy, great, fantastic stuff to see that you're gonna, you're gonna, it'll change your life, like, like amazing stuff. Oh, that's awesome. Well, if, if it ever gets uh, rescheduled or whatever the hell sure. is happening in the future, I'll let you know. Well, the monster's getting ready to eat again. Look, that, you know, you're, you know, you're in your third trimester, young lady. This, this kid's coming. It's coming out May 6th. You know when delivery day is. Oh, yeah. It, it, I, the excitement is uh, thick. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. I'm just so, I'm just so happy to be releasing music again and, you know, I, I'm just I'm excited because I, I've been doing all these uh, I've been doing this press days. So there's been like some people overseas that I've gotten the um, the record in advance and talking to us about the album. And it's it's just it's amazing. Like the opinions and and reviews so far are amazing. But at the same time, I just can't wait for the rest of the world to hear it. <laughs> sure. Well, and it's scary still. Like you're like because you know you've always been a band that that pushes forward. You know, that it's not going to be the same record that we heard last record. And it's just, it's always been important to you guys to, to continue to grow and to continue to, to push those boundaries. But that's also scary. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, it's, you know, it's a risk either way. And it's hard. You know, I, I, keep, I, I talk to my fellow musicians about this all the time where it's, it's hard to write an album and then it's hard to record an album. It's hard to come up with the sequence and the artwork and all of that. But it's so worth it in the end. And, yeah, it's it's scary to put yourself out there, but we're we're really proud of this album, and I feel like at this point, you know, we kind of we did it for us, and it, even if it wasn't coming out, and we were the only ones that were going to hear it, it's, we're still proud of it, and that'd That's be it. fine too. But but yeah. man, yeah, I, but you know, in the immortal words of Tom Petty, the waiting is the hardest part, and yeah. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that's what that's what I'm going through right now. I'm sitting here waiting for it to release. Well, that super uncomfortable video for Back from the Dead, was a, a, it's a masterpiece. It really is. If you guys haven't seen the video, Hailstorm's Back from the Dead, disturbing, really, really great. I mean, whoever wrote that and, and put it together and directed it did an incredible job. And now you jump to something so feels so different, the steeple, which a great hook, a great idea for a song, but definitely totally different from Back from the Dead. Absolutely. You know, it's 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 funny, too, because I, I feel like with this album, it, it is probably one of our most cohesive albums when you when you get to hear it. Um, but there is a lot of uh, like just intertwined diversity. I think we just ended up doubling down everything that we are uh, musically, thematically. Um, it's just it's just a, a, it's just a roller coaster ride. So we just kind of wanted to put this album together and be like, all right, who are we? What do we? What do we love? What are we about? What does this mean to us? And and let's go to eleven. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I was uh, when we were in New York uh, over Thanksgiving, and then and then and into the uh, end of the year, I started looking through all the uh, uh, record stores for your uh, for your Gibson. Did you become such a, a huge international ambassador? You know, the first first female, and and then the first what the first ten international, right? For Gibson. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
it's so special that that family is amazing. And, um, there's, there's a bunch of things in the works that I have planned uh, on releasing with my friends at Gibson. But, um, I, I think this, the most amazing thing about being in that position is that I get to, um, you know, I get to talk to so many of these, you know, these young girls and young boys alike that are, you know, just starting guitar and you're, you're able to kind of just make that bridge to, to their dream just a little shorter by them seeing you do it, you know. It's, Without a doubt. It's important. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing to be in that, in that position. And I'm, I'm proud to be there. You should be. And, and let me tell you something. And, and you know uh, how I feel about you and, and the band, but I watch that and I, and it's, it's been a long time since I felt a band that connected to fans and, and a deep empathy and understanding of what it's like to be a kid and to want and to be afraid and to be unsure, which is what every kid is. I don't care what they're projecting on the outside. I'm sure I was a cocky little bastard, but inside you're just terrible. <laughs> you're just treading water, man, just trying to get through the day, wondering what's going to be there for you in this life and, and what will happen. And, you know, if you can, you can find somebody, uh, music is the, you know, it's the great connector and, you know, when these kids can see you and the girls can see you and, and, and it's not that it drives me crazy. Cause there are moments in this life where, uh, people can get so preachy to kids and, and it can become so overwhelming. Yeah. And, and you've done this incredible job of just setting the example and moving forward. And they know that they can believe in what you're saying. You know, it's not a, it's not, you're not being talked at. You're just, you're just leading them down a good road. Uh, well, you know, it's because I, I'm with them, and and I, I got to tell you, all of the things that made me weird or awkward or you know strange, you know, when I was a, a teenager, all of those things are now part of what people appreciate about me, sure. and then and it, they and they're also become my mission statement. You know, it's, I, I remember you know telling that to, when we were on tour with Alice Cooper. I remember telling. Alice Cooper, like, you know, you're the reason that I found out I was weird, right? And he right. was so proud. <laughs> right. You know, but, but it was just one of those things where, you know, you can't see it because, because when you're a teenager, you can't see into the future. But, you know, and anybody, anybody listening right now, I, I guarantee you, all those things that make you different are going to turn into your superpower. They really will. I, I, I try to spread that to the, you know, you'll talk to somebody and go, look, I promise you, this, this, this little jail you're in right now is not the end. It's just the very beginning. This, you have to be friends with whatever awful geographic situation has pounded you in the same neighborhood or same school. And then you're going to turn <laughs> free one day. And you're going to go out in this world. You're going to find people who are just like you. People who appreciate the weird. Who know that the weird is always better than fo the, the followers. Every time. And, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those. Uh, I'll tell you, the, probably the, the strange note, it reminded me. The kindest thing I thought or the most loving thing my girlfriend ever told me, and, and, you know, people say romantic things a lot, and this doesn't sound romantic. She said, she goes, John, honestly, the thing I love most is you never made me feel weird about myself. And, and I was like, you never made me feel like a weirdo, you know, because we're all strange, right? Yeah, we're, we're all in this together. But that's, that is a, a wonderful thing when you're able to, you know, be with someone who you can truly be yourself around you know yeah. you don't have to pretend to be like you're you're something you're not and you don't have to uh try to earn you know somebody's love or approval it's uh, that's right. just uh that's wonderful no that's it well i think that's i think you've found that and uh in your life as well and it's just it's 
it is amazing to see people find others and, and to, to find acceptance and to find understanding naturally. Which, by the way, I will tell you, uh, your text, uh, you know, when my, we buried my father yesterday, uh, it meant the world to me. And I, you're just such a genuine, good human being. And so is Joe. And, uh, and I hope the best. I know that you guys have got family stuff going on, too. And I, and I just, I just I, I've thought about it a lot. And I, and, uh, I really, uh, I just want to see it work your way. Oh, well, thank you so much, darling. And, and we're, we're here for you. You know, you're a part of our family. So, you yeah. know, when you, when you hurt, when you hurt, we hurt. <laughs> that's, that's how that goes. Well, you know, what's crazy over the years. I was telling uh, the, the new, our new producer, F and G that, that, you know, I go, we've known these guys since they were kids. Their dad was tour, you know, managing them in an RV. I think Lizzie was 18 years old, maybe, maybe 19. And, and, <laughs> but, but because you've seen this, this uh, Grammy, you've seen tours, you've seen, you know, all of this evolution and these life, you know, markers and these chapters open and close, you start to feel much closer than maybe you, you actually are. Like, like I go, man, I feel like I've known her all my life now. Oh, absolutely. I, not only have, you know, we, it, it, it feels that way because regardless of, you know, what came before, whether you've actually known me since I was little or not, because yeah. we definitely have, but we've lived, we've lived a couple different lifetimes together. And, and, you know, that's, that's, that's a bond, and that's something that doesn't, you know, that doesn't go away. What I love, what I love about you, Johnny, and I have a, you know, a, a grand handful of other golden humans in my life, is that every time that we talk, every time we see each other, it, it you, we just pick up right where we left off. That's that's where that is. There's yeah. no reintroducing, you know, myself into your life. It's a, it's just a part of it. So yeah. I really appreciate that. Oh, oh, absolutely. And, and I as well, my friend. And, and this the tour is going to be great with Pretty Reckless. I'm excited about that because, you know what? I mean, it's, that's, both bands are formidable. And, and it's going to be an incredible show. Starlight's where I saw you with Alice. And I forgot. That's where I saw my very first concert. And it's all been redone what? now. And I forgot about how beautiful uh, that, that venue is for rock and roll, man. Like, it's a fantastic place to see a show. Oh, we are we are so excited about that, and it, um, you know Taylor was my uh, my happy hour buddy during lockdown, so it's, we have a lot to catch up on. Nice, um, but we, yeah, we we do the uh, the old FaceTime situation, but uh, but yeah, we we've been wanting to get back at it, and obviously I, they're right now they're out with Shine and I think it's their first tour in a couple of years, so it's yeah, everybody's fresh and ready to go. And she's the real deal. Like it took a minute to kind of. Uh, you know, she was not as, as trusting, and I understood it because you know she started in this life and she had this, this this crazy childhood acting thing going. You know, you know she was Cindy Lou Who, and yep. and so it's when you're a legitimate for real. This is in my guts, musician, and I want to be in a band. As cool as it is, it it colors it, and so you could really tell. It was fun to watch her because there's a fire that comes to that. And I'm like, yeah, get it. Show them who's, who's boss. Like, like it's fun to see that come alive and use that fuel to get even further down the road, as opposed to, to, you know, letting it be so negative to you. And, and so once she, I think she realized that people really did love her for music and, and love her for what she was able to write and what she was able to be, it became a lot more enjoyable and you could see it in her stage performance. You could see it when you'd interview her. Oh, absolutely. And she, and she was, born to do this she was born to be in this genre and and i just i love and it took guts to just decide okay well you know i could i could be just fine having my just continuing down my 
my acting sure. career. Uh, yeah, but she but she reinvented herself and she said, nope, this is what I really want to do in my gut, you know, and uh, and is accomplishing that. And it's just and there's never she never wavers, you know. Yeah, you know, with with everything, all the determination, she never wavers. You know, in 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 her decision to do that, and I I just love her for that. Yeah, no, it's 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 the real deal, and that's what that's what you always look for. I mean, it's the same thing with Hailstorm. It's uh, you know, you get pulled around in a million different positions, and and even in the beginning, I remember I was talking to uh, a promoter, and and he was and, and we're just chatting, and I realized even he is an enemy of real music in the in the sense that he goes, you know, I was talking to Lizzie. I goes, I, heard, I go, she could go solo. I go, you're an asshole. Like, like you, this is a band. <laughs> and and I, I remember looking at him, and, and, and I, I was never a fan of this guy anyway. But then I just went ahead and just said, ah, let's just go ahead and take the gloves off, and I'll just light you up for being an asshole. And it was, uh, but I just thought, my God, people come at, at people never ending. When you're a celebrity, when you're on the rise, when you're a, you know, they just try to get in between you and 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 your family, and you have guys oh, have been, absolutely. You guys have been perfect about that of always sticking together and keeping it keeping those ranks tight. Oh yeah, well you know it's not my first rodeo with that. There's you know even even before we were signed and all of that, there was so much of that going on. Like oh you know maybe you should you know step away from the guitar. You'd be so much better if you're just kind of you know just the singer in the band oh. and and maybe you, maybe you get you know you get other people in the band maybe your brother shouldn't be in the band these like ridiculous statements because right. believe me my my guys are extremely talented um but also <laughs> it's funny because you, you never know maybe i will do a solo record but of course at the, same time, the guys the guys trust me with with so much that it's <laughs> that i don't know what how it would be really any different yeah no, no. what what it would what I would end up end up doing too, because I just I love you know jamming with my guys so much that I'd be like, um, okay, I know I'm doing a solo record, but you're gonna have to do uh, this guitar, and you're gonna have to. I would just end up asking them on my record anyway. You have <laughs> like, to do. Oh, it. it's Hailstorm, but without the name on the cover. <laughs> yeah, you were always. I mean, there's never been any doubt in my mind that you were gonna do solo stuff, and you were gonna work with other artists, and that's that's just always gonna be your nature, I think. And I, and I think the world saw that when you were. Uh, was it, it was an Eric Church you, the first time you'd stepped out with those guys? Um, with the, with with that with a country particular uh, with country, yeah. I think so. Honestly, yeah. yeah, for for that for that particular genre, um, yeah. And he was so incredibly generous, and and he he's really funny too because every time that we would get together, he's like, now remember, we're not catering to any of the country artists. You're here to rock, and that's I love that. <laughs> Like, all right, yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do what you do. That's it. And, and that's what you guys have done best. If you chase a trend, if you chase a, a, a pe- pe- if you're a people pleaser like that, you'll fail. You have to do what's in your heart. You got to do what you know is right. And I'm cool with dying by the sword. I'll live by the sword and I'll die by it, but I'm not going to die by somebody else's sword and poor advice. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's disheartening. I see a lot of bands, and it's not necessarily even their decision, but maybe they're being pulled in a couple different yep. directions. Oh, this is trendy right now. And then it gets to the point that, you know, when every, you know, album is chasing something, right. then you're like, well, who are you? Who are you as a band? Who are you? Like, I don't have no idea what you represent. So, yeah. Um, like, we're, we're just here. We're going to do our thing. You're <laughs> never going to suffer man, from that. Uh, we're terrible liars. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not your nature. It is absolutely not yeah. your nature. And I've known that since the first day we, we met. I don't think anybody in your band is. It's. I think you grew up in a, in a house where you told the truth. You were expected to be honest. And you were never uh, scolded for being who you wanted to be and, and, and what you wanted to say. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I... I uh... 
I thank my parents all the time for that because, I mean, obviously, my, my parents are crazy for even for letting us do it, for for, yes. for, go, for supporting every harebrained scheme. But, man, like, I just wouldn't I wouldn't be here without it. So No, man. You, no, it's amazing. I was very lucky. Hey, uh, aside, because I just, Nikki had reminded me, uh, if you haven't seen it, this one's for the tour bus, a movie. It, it sounds like it would not be fantastic, but it is Troop Zero. If you've not seen the movie, I'm just, it's, it's, it's you as a child, somehow in my head, you are, you are, you are going to see yourself in some of these characters. Oh, that's awesome. I, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, we'll have to pop that one on. You'll love it. All right. Listen. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. Uh, it's going to be a great show. July 10th. And it's going to be here at Starlight Theater. Pretty Reckless. Taylor Momsen rolls in. Miss Lizzie Hale. The new album comes out May 6th, Back from the Dead. And uh, and the cycle begins. This is going to be at least what a two year run for you guys. Oh, absolutely. If if not longer, who knows? Who knows? At this point, we're just going to ride this out. I'm, we're so excited. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Johnny, you're you're delightful, and you know if you need anything, you know, just, I like personally, professionally, whatever. You you know where to find me. Uh, and just same to you. And and love to Joe as well. Oh, I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him a, <laughs> I'll give him a slap for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're the best, Liz. I love you. Congratulations on everything, and I'll see you very soon. All right, see you soon, darling. Love you. Dude, that's a thing. Uh, clearly, amazingly talented, writes hit songs, but as a human being, like. <laughs> I, I, I can only tell you guys that I've watched her since she was a kid, uh, and she treats everybody the same and fans even better. Because she knows what it's like to not feel yeah. welcome. And or, it's real. You know, you just feel uncomfortable in, when you're trying to find your footing in life. Yeah. No, and she, that, I'm telling you, she spends more time writing personal notes, tracking down kids that are in, in tough situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking to girls in that way, like I, I, like I get tired, just like everybody else, of the ultra woke. Like sometimes we get so silly and so far off off course, and mm-hmm. I'm like, stop it. Teach them some survival skills for God's sake. Yeah. Like you know me, I I love people. I love and I hate a bully, and I and I root for 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 the weirdo mm-hmm. all my life. Good and uh, but she does it the right way. She does it by example. She does it by really digging in and not giving them a bunch of hyperbole of entitlement, but by by showing them, hey, be a weirdo, follow your weird. Don't. Not, I guess here's the best way I can explain it. There are people that say, don't allow people to call you a weirdo. It's a terrible word, and 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 they should all be this and this. Or you say, hey man, dig in on that weirdo and tell him to suck your d. Yeah. And, and and that's your survival skill. Do you love that you're weird? Do you love what you... They're never going to stop Mm-mm. calling you names. I will tell you this. They're never going to stop. So you got to embrace it. you got to turn it on. And you got to go farther and faster than they ever thought of ever being. And they're never going to stop misspelling calling you names. That's right. You're going to be a looser <laughs> all your life. But, the, but enjoys it. I guess that's, I couldn't figure out a way to explain it, but that's what I mean. Instead of telling kids, like, don't allow them to use these terms. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, embrace the term and beat their ass. Because the world's cruel. The world's mean. Don't be and, embarrassed. And it's hard. Uh, but yeah, embrace weirdo. Use the word. It's yours. Uh, and trust You'll find me, more of your tribe that way. All uh, I'm gonna tell you. So we, I can literally go down my friends and tell you what's weird about every one of them <laughs> and why it's and why it's helped them and why they're great because of it.
It just is true. Everybody <laughs> who's worth an F in my eyes is mm-hmm. weird. There just are. Bob may think he's not. Bob is the least normal human being you've ever met. He pretends to be normal, which is what makes him weird. He, he rotates he his food. <laughs> his he, schedule, his planner. He his, wears the same clothes every day. He has his own uniform. Yeah. Not required by any sort of it's Bob, But it's Bob it. uniform. Yes. But he'd tell you he thinks he's normal. He's not normal. He's anything but normal. He's my favorite kind of normal. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not normal. You're not. No. Greg's not normal. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you. It, it used, long ago, there was like one or two certain things that would embarrass me that I'm like, I like these things, but I just I feel like weird about it. And by the way, an adult at the time, another grown-ass adult friend of mine who's a guy goes, just love it. Who gives an S? That's right. What's somebody going to do to you? Oh, that's, that's, that's right. Take away your birthday? Yeah. They're going to break up with me and not bother me texting or calling my ass? Great. Yeah. And just, and it's easy. And cut all the name callers out of your life and and find the weirdos again make your gang bigger than them because i will assure you in this world there are far more uh of us walmart shoppers than there are boutique shoppers oh yeah now everybody wants to pretend and this and that but in the end hey man i know who my people are Mm -hmm. f with me f with the whole trailer park a-hole this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.